podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast this week in Club Deck Corner. The league is now officially over, mathematically over, whatever way you want to look at it, and the changes at Rangers are coming. I am Scott Carney and joining me tonight is the same as last Tuesday. Ali, how's it going? Not bad. Another enjoyable weekend watching Rangers at the weekend. <laughs> Another weekend to come up. The only, the only upside of this weekend is... The weather on Saturday looks absolutely beautiful, so mm. um, the Viceroy's Beer Garden will be getting used on Saturday, regardless of what happens. Regardless of what happens, yeah. yeah regardless of what happens. Did you lose a phone this weekend? No. Nope. And I'm well kind of back up and running a wee bit. <laughs> got a sun Congra- card now. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, Ryan, how's it going, mate? Going fine, mate. I'm actually surprised uh, Mr. Pearson didn't lose his phone. I get some serious content sent through on my phone, a uh, few voice notes, and he sounded well, well oiled, shall we say? And good spirits. I never, di- say, good I never, spirits. Di- never disappoint you, Ryan. I always bring you. You never disappoint me, Alistair. I have these lonely Saturday nights, and you just really make my night, mate. Um, I'm absolutely fine, mate, and that's good news to hear. It's good weather on Saturday. I might be making some a change of plans and not be driving up on Saturday if that's the case. Mm, yeah, um, we've just got to try and pick some positive for Saturday, mate. I think, uh, but that will come later in the week when we we'll come back on Friday and we'll discuss the um, we'll discuss the old form on on the Saturday. So before we get into things, shameless plug as always to support the podcast to reach the next level. Um, you can join the YouTube channel for as little as ninety nine p a month. You can also buy the podcast a coffee and join the coffee buying legend membership via buymeacoffee.com. All the links are in the description for this podcast. Thank you to everybody that does subscribe. Thank you to everybody that likes the videos, thank you to everybody that uh, donates to the channel, that signs up to the channel membership, buys his coffees all of the above, uh, we really do appreciate it and if you could keep doing it because I had a power cut in this podcast and that didn't really happen so clearly I'm not paying the national grid enough money and I should be paying more, uh, so yes this was all very rushed and all very kind of put together but we're here and we're doing it so um, before we get into the Aberdeen game which we will and also discuss um, Alfredo Morelos um, or the, the comments from Bill on that especially uh, today the PFA Scotland team of the year was announced and it included two Rangers players uh, they were James Tavernier and Malik Tillman Ali your, your thoughts on the, they two especially being included I'm, I'm kind of I, I half raised an eyebrow at Tillman mate I'm not going to lie I'm surprised we get any players in the team of the year, to be honest. I was, uh, I was surprised. Uh, Tav, was he the best right back? I, I mean, if you think at the beginning of the season, Khan, there was a lot of people calling for Tav to be dropped at one point. I think he's been better at the tail end of the season. But I, mean, I, I couldn't tell you many right backs in the Scottish Premiership, other teams that have been brilliant mm-hmm. this season, to be honest. I know Celtic brought the boy Johnson in, in in January, who's been good for them. Um, and Tillman, probably been our best player. Best at a bad bunch. His numbers are good. Goals and assists, Tillman, for a boy of 20. So, no surprise he's in there. But, aye, that's what it is, to be honest. Two players yeah. is more than what I thought. <laughs> 
Yeah, more than what I thought as well, mate. I'm not going to lie. Uh, more than what I thought. Uh, Ryan, your thoughts on it? I, I know what Ali's saying about Tavernier as a right-back being the best in the league. I think he clearly is, but that's obviously based on his stats as well. He's assisting his goals. There's no right-back in the in the league that's matching their stats, but obviously we get to see him week in, week out, week in, week out, and there's been no doubts. There's been dips in performance, as there has been throughout the entire team, but Tavernier um, is one that's... I think he would agree that it's not been his best season, but I suppose based on the stats alone, mate, he's still he's still a very important player for Rangers, whether a lot of people like that or not. I like that not. <laughs> I wouldn't have him, mate. I think it's I think these are they're no sympathy votes, they're just like I feel as if they're very much box ticking. Like you have to have a Rangers player in there because Celtic have done well so this season and Rangers have came second. I don't feel as if anyone's stood up all season to deserve a kind of nomination for that. I, I really don't I don't think anybody's been good enough. Um I would argue I would argue possibly that an unsung hero again this season is Connor Goldson. I know people laugh at me when they say that, but it is a case of nobody thinks about him. Nobody when he's gone you think about him. But when he's here yeah. you just expect him to turn on that that kind of Sasa Papach seven out of ten every week and for me, Tavernier has, has had a poor season. Um, I agree with Ali that the tail end of this season, probably the goals at Celtic Park st- stick in your mind. He's got a bit. He's got a bit better, but he, yeah, I agree with you. He would. He would. He would sit here and he would say to you, "I've had a really poor season this season." We've discussed it quite a few times with Tavernier. I don't know if it's his engine, his age, fitness. There was talk he had that he's been carrying an injury all season. I don't know what it is. He's just had a poor season, but. Yeah, his stats are there. He's still he's still scoring the penalties and, and um, getting assists, so maybe that's what they take into consideration. But Tillman, for me, no. Um, I think Tillman's been good, um, good against other teams and, and shown flashes of brilliance and why he's rated at five million. But <clears throat> a nomination for Player of the Year, not quite for me. I agree. I think I was a wee bit like Tillman, really. Um, I, I I get it. I, I get the fact that he's he's, he's he has. He showcased some real talent and real flashes, and he's kind of demonstrated his ability, yeah, for sure. But he just isn't consistent enough in the kind of bigger, the big kind of bigger games. Look, he's a young lad. I get that, and I don't want to be too overcritical of him. But however, if you come with that price tag attached to you, then you you kind of need to be good. You, know, you kind of really need to be good and kind of turn it on. Uh, Tavernier, I, it is what it is with Tavernier. I think it would have been best if Tav would have moved on. I don't see that happening now. Um, and yeah, I think as a poor standard, he's start as a poor league, a poor league campaign that he might have had. His his numbers are still pretty good. Um, but again, I can't really put forward an, an argument for numbers being very good when I absolutely slate fashion Sakala at any possible chance that I get. So I can't really be too hypocritical of myself. But yeah, it is what it is. It was obviously dominated completely by Celtic players. The only other two that made it in it were uh, Duke from Aberdeen and Van Veen. Ali, just quickly on the two, um, I wasn't particularly impressed with Duke. I know everybody can have a bad game. I didn't think he was particularly good at Ibrooks on uh, on Sunday. And Van Veen's one of those ones because he's scoring goals. We think we should we, we should probably sign him. I'm of the opinion for the money we would need to pay for probably both of them. I think we could get a similar similar calibre of player elsewhere. Aye, uh, Van Veen's 31, I think. 30, 31. Mm-hmm. So, uh, nah, he's done well. He scored a cracking goal at the weekend, Van Veen. I don't know if you've seen it, the way he took the ball down. It's a cracking goal. Yeah. Scored a lot of goals for Motherwell. I think he'll move on down to England. I think he's played in England before. Duke, 
every time I've seen him against Rangers, I, I don't know. He looks better against other teams. I don't know whether he's one of their players. Maybe good as a third choice striker, but again, Aberdeen would want decent money because he'd be he'd be moving to us if we did have a look. So, not shocked that they're on team of the year, but no, nah, I wouldn't go for either of them. I know Ryan does like the boy Duke, but as a third choice, I but no, nah, not for me. And that's right, not me turning my nose up at Scottish football players. <laughs> no, no, I get what you're saying. No, I get what you're saying. Obviously, we are going to be witness to one of the biggest rebuilds, rebuilds, revamps, whatever you want to call it, um, that this squad's seen. Or that's what we're getting led to believe anyway. But I do believe it's going to happen. But it's going to be one of the biggest ones in probably our generation um, because that's that's the amount of changes that I think we all believe is going to happen. Ryan, in terms of um, Duke and Van Veen for you, should Rangers be pursuing either of them? Before you know, before Saturday, I would have uh, Sunday. I would have said, hundred percent with Duke. I, I wanted them. I've seen them quite a few times against that lot, against us, against other teams, and I've thought he's does he's got something that boy. If we can, if we can maybe get him in a decent, a decent price. But I agree with Ali. The past couple of times I've seen him against us, I don't know if it's I've seen this before with players who are getting linked to with, with us. The pressure maybe gets to them. They maybe know that Rangers are watching. I think he looks as if he's. He's kind of fallen under that pressure a wee bit, under that category a wee bit. Um, he had a couple of, he should have scored a minimum of two goals on Sunday, if you think of the one that crossed crossed over. I know we're going to come into the game, but um, I still would take a gamble on Duke if if you could get him at the right price. I think he's got something. I think he gave Conor Goldson quite a quite a tough game on Sunday, um, so I would still, still gamble on him. Van Veen, I think, I might be wrong, I think he's a free transfer. So it's another one. If they sign him, they sign him. If they don't, they don't. I don't know if he's got what it takes to, to actually make it. But if he's 30 31, then, then possibly not. He's possibly just going to let that one go. I think he could possibly fall into the Trollac kind of bracket of players that we would have. I reckon they're probably both pretty similar levels. And again, coming from a very arrogant football fan that I tend to only really watch Rangers and occasionally I'll watch the highlights of other games but I tend to really only watch um, Rangers so yeah but Duke for me I was like mm, you weren't great there you really weren't great I know everybody can have a bad game um, but is he better than Scott Wright I'm not 100% sure that you can say that he is um, I know people say well look at his numbers but yeah he's not done it against Celtic that's Rangers, what I was going so. to say I was going to say the argument probably is that to, to not to take off our kind of Rangers fan their old firm hats that their their figures are they're, they're impressive. There's no getting away for it for a non old firm team. Especially Van Veen, what's he got? Is that twenty odd now? Twenty odd goals or something she's, like that? He's he's second now? highest, I think, in the league, isn't he? Behind yeah. Kyogo. Yeah. He's doing something something right. So True. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. He's um it, it could fall into that category. I can actually that maybe just not good enough but at the same time, I, I I would like to see us take a gamble on at least a couple of Scottish players, whether it's yeah. them or the other ones we've mentioned before. But yeah, their stats have been good this year, so they deserve a nomination. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I do think, I, I'm not turning my nose up to signing players that play within Scotland. I just think the money's inflated in Scotland because they're coming to one of the big two. And I think at this stage, because of what we need to go under, I don't know if we can afford, not afford, I don't mean it like that, but to take the gamble and spend that money on a player that you could probably get for a million pounds elsewhere when you might need to pay three for him in Scotland. That's my only bit just now that I'm a wee bit hesitant about but I definitely believe there's there's players within Scotland that would do us a job I don't think there's any doubt I've said for a while I think Nisbet would do us a job I don't think he would ever sign for us but I think he would do us a job uh, but again the money you would be getting asked to pay does um, 
it is inflated because of who we are and where we play football. Uh, right, uh, we'll move on. Ryan, I'm going to come to you because I didn't watch it because i seen the angry comments that were following it. Um, so, PLZ Soccer, mate, is that what you call it? PLZ Soccer? They, I was unsure about whether to bring this up, but we, we might as well have a giggle. PLZ, as I, I pl- please, please no more. Oh my <laughs> word! It's a uh, listen. I think I think it was last week or Friday we spoke about what we're speaking about. Oh Madden, and it, it was me. It was me that brought it up. Um, the paranoid Rangers fan. I'm Madden. The question he got asked about being a Rangers fan, and now this nonsense from PLZ Soccer, whatever. I think it's a YouTube channel. Um, not to give them any more um, airtime, and I think the. It was Peter Martin who's hosting, and he's asked about uh, about the the penalty decision for Dukon Golson. Now, I think I'm very level-headed when it comes to Rangers, and I'll put my hands up if I think there's a penalty. No, that's not a penalty. That's not a penalty. But whether you think it is or not, it's the, it's the nonsense that follows it. The conversation between Alan Roth and I don't know who the lady was... Um, in the, in the studio, but she said that she couldn't believe it was a it wasn't a penalty, and then Peter Martin went on his Moonhowlin uh, rant and said it's unbelievable the statistics uh, that Rangers have not had a penalty against them this season, and now what is unbelievable is I don't know because other teams have not had a penalty against them in a season, so I don't know why it's different when it comes to Rangers. I have, as I said to you before we came on here, I've got a small kind of suspicion that the reason Rangers haven't had a penalty against them and in the league is because we're not very good at defending. But hey, that's just a that's just a hunch. But he then proceeded to say to ask Tam McManus who was in the studio, who was given his uh, eye rolls and oh there's one club who's not at penalties and he's given it the eye rolls and it just turned into an absolute two minutes of moon howling. And then if not if that wasn't bad enough, uh, Peter Martin then goes on to say do you think maybe the reason why the reason why there's no penalties against Rangers is because they might get death threats like Kevin Clancy? Now, I thought that was just uh, a wee bit distasteful. And we've got to remember there's only been one referee assaulted in a match with a coin or anywhere near it. This was social media and it was trolls and all this nonsense, these Twitter, Twitter, whatever you want to call them, nonsense that Kevin Clancy got, which we condemned on this show. We said weeks and weeks ago that it's not right. Uh, I think Peter Martin really needs to rein it in a wee bit, but I'm sure he's a, uh, I'm sure his production team, his management team will will tell him to to do so the next time they're on here. It's it's the obsession, isn't it? It's the obsession, but that you can't really cope with. First of all, see Conor Goldson's incident. See if it was a penalty, the incident started outside the box, so it wouldn't have been a penalty in the first place. Only in Scotland can this be brought up that if it was a penalty, um, if it was a penalty. Decision again. I was a wee bit one when it happened. That decision, I went, oh, <laughs> I had a wee, oh, that was that was a bit close because it was a bit of a tussle between them. But it isn't going to be a penalty, even if it was a foul, because it's not in the box. I say only in Scotland can this this be this be made up to be something that it absolutely isn't. The comments about assaults and that is just it's playing to a narrative of the paranoia and the obsession that they have with our club. I've said it for a million years since I started supporting Rangers and I understood what all this was all about. They have always hated us more, more than they love their own team. 
It's always been the case, and it always will be the case for them. This this PLZ, I've generally swear I've never even watched that. I've never even clicked onto it. I don't really know what it's all about. But as far as I'm aware, um, it's obviously backed by somebody pretty significant because they have a studio. Their views are not exactly spectacular. Um, saying that, saying that for um, it's not as if like a we are like millions, but you know what I mean. Uh, but they're clearly backed by something, and it's all it's all a target market for these schizophrenic people that just want to take offence in anything that Rangers ever do. Uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely pathetic. It really is. They're, Ali, playing, they're, they're playing to their masses, mate. That's what they're, they're, yeah, playing they to the, they're playing to their masses the same way the BBC, unfortunately, went down that road last week with uh, the Bobby Madden thing. And, and if they want to do that, fair enough. Now, that team seemed to be doing all right over the other side of the city. Why would they want to beg for, for a penalty to be given against Rangers, does that make your day? Does that complete this this treble? You're going to do it at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. You're doing five, treb- five trebles in seven years and I think yeah. it's like 11, 11 leagues 11 out of 12. 12. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. you're asking why, and just for just for your information purposes, it was the team that didn't have a penalty against them with Celtic in 2014-15. So it happens. It does That's happen, mate. And it, no, it is. And it is the, it's the, Oh, there is a conspiracy. I'll say so you've won the league by 13 points <laughs> and you're about to win a treble, but there's a conspiracy against you. It's an odd conspiracy to have, it really is. Ali, your thoughts on this car crash? I think Ryan summed it up pretty well there, to be honest. I sat and watched it and Peter Martin, he's made himself look stupid. Really stupid there. Um, and I, it's, it's, trend, it's trending over Twitter and if he'd done his research, he would have seen that... <laughs> Rangers, yeah, there was a penalty against Rangers against Partick Thistle this season at Ibrox, mm. and it was probably one of the softest penalties ever. So if it, if they um, because they said Rangers hadn't had any penalties against them, so he was wrong straight away. So I think he's made himself look stupid. Plenty of gallows. I mean, come on, they've just won a, a title this weekend. <laughs> Yet they want to talk about some potential about penalty that oh, wasn't gosh. a penalty <laughs> in, a, in a in a dead rubber game at Ibrox and. I'll be honest, it, when I first seen it, I thought it was dodgy what Goldson was doing. I thought it was potentially yeah. a, a free kick uh, on the edge of the box. I don't think VAR can intervene, no, Carney, if it's a free kick. I don't think VAR can come into Well, there was no penalty there. check because, it, well, again, it wasn't a penalty. Well, because it's it outside the box. I'm, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it was, I don't yeah. think it can intervene for free kick, so that's potentially what it was. But, I mean, come on, a dead rubber game against Aberdeen at Ibrox. Why why we... Why are we making this an issue? And there's an old firm coming up on Saturday. Yeah. So strap yourself in. Let's see what happens on Saturday. But it's um, it's as Ryan says, clickbait, playing at the gallows. But come on, yeah. if I'd won the title, if I'd won the title on Saturday, I'd, would I be looking at the other side of the city at a potential penalty? No, I wouldn't. I'd be out enjoying myself. So yeah, as frustrating as it is as well for people to to read that or hear that stuff being said against your team. Don't share it. Whatever you do, don't share it. Post a comment. I'm just not just words. Just your comments on the situation. Do not retweet it. Do not like it. Do not do anything like that. Don't share it amongst your pals because that's everything that feeds them. That's exactly what you're doing. Is you're feeding that. So as difficult as it is, and as much as you want to have your say, do it without actually directly sharing their their post because it's what they're trying to do. It is literally what they're trying to do. Um, so, yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Am I surprised? No, I am not. Uh, we'll move on, gentlemen, to 
the Aberdeen game. Um, so a very uninspiring 1-0 win against Aberdeen on Sunday. Uh, Ran, I'll come to you. Bill named a, a change squad. McCrory coming in, Yilmaz coming in, Matondo and Hadji coming in the starting 11. Thoughts when you when you seen the teammate? Obviously, I know a, f- um, a few were forced changes, however, but what was your, your thoughts on the team? I was I was pleasantly surprised with some of it. Uh, I did not expect Robbie McCrory to, to play because, like I said on Friday, the way he answered the question, he basically said, yeah, he's, he's fit. He didn't really commit to that he would be selected or, <clears throat> or use any thoughts to be, at least be selected. So I was pleasantly surprised at Robbie McCrory because... He said a, a long time ago, I think it's when he first came in, Bill, um, Robbie McCrory would definitely play play football and get minutes under his belt before the end of the season. So I expect him to play. I've played by now. And he didn't disappoint me. He didn't disappoint. Um, the old match for me, I know you boys um, d- didn't really talk him up on the on the um, post-match, but I thought he played well. I thought he had a solid game. I thought um, you can clearly see there's a, a couple of fitness issues at the end. He was over it. Uh, just in front of me, my dad, he was pulling his scarf a few times and stretching it out. I like him. I like this boy. He's a completely different type of left-back from Borna Barisic. He, he, he wants to dribble the ball. He's almost kind of... He, he's quite like a left-winger more than a, a left-back. Um, I like him. I'm ready to... That's only his fourth game, I think it is, so I'm ready to see more of him. And uh, Hadji is lacking fitness. I'm not going to judge him. He lacks fitness severely. Uh, so I'm not going to I'm not going to judge him at all. But yeah, there was a couple of a couple of pleasant surprises. But in terms of that squad, and we can, we can go down. We, we know we've said it a hundred times, but that squad it needs freshened up. But by God, thank you, thank you, God, for Todd Cantwell. <laughs> yeah, yes, definitely. Um, the first half, I say, it was just pretty much as flat as you can be. A lot of a passion for for passing's sake. No real cutting edge on on Sunday at all or on, on display at all. The uh, best chance for us came to Shakala, uh, but apart from that, there was little to go on in the first half. We did get caught out a few times defensively with kind of long ball over the top, and again, it's just sleeping, and it's the the, the it was adding to the whole. <laughs> Dead rubber feeling of the game. That's really the way that it. Really the way that it felt. Um, Ali Robbie McCrory. Um, he was called into action twice, both times, but but really good saves. Um, and he was he was very confident with the ball at his feet. I thought I thought his distribution was pretty good. What was your, your initial thoughts on him? Um, I'm of the opinion that we should just continue with him for the rest of the season at least. I th- thought he was excellent. I thought he did everything he had to deal with. A couple of crucial saves. One in the first half in particular when the boy was, I don't know if it was Duke that had a shot and he, he got down well to save it, McCrory. Came, took a few balls, crosses into the box, came, took the pressure right off the bar. I thought he was very good, McCrory. For a boy that's not played, I'll, well, I'd love to know how much football he's played, played this season. Played, yeah. apparent, Bill said they played a couple of B-team games in preparation. To get, he was over he was over prepared, apparently. A couple of B games, but they don't really prepare him that much for a first team game. If I've been honest about it, but I thought he was um, no, I thought he, I thought he was excellent, McCrory, and I'm the same with you, Carney. For me, he starts on Saturday and he starts the rest of the games going forward. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ali. Sorry, mate. You going to say anything else? Here? Sorry, I pure cut over you. Apologies, apologies, mate. I wasn't shutting you up. <laughs> Sorry, um, Ryan. McCrory, I think, yeah, there's no reason why he doesn't play now. I know the the whole sentimental thing of Ali McGregor and whatever else, but he is getting a game dedicated to him in July, I think the game. Is it July, the game is? Yeah, I think it's July. Is it yeah. July? 
yeah, July the game is against Newcastle United, so um, you, you will have that to, to go on, but there is no reason why McCrory doesn't get the rest of the season for me. Um, for a guy that, as Ali said, I can't disagree. The guy's hardly played any football, mate. He, he did nothing wrong, literally nothing wrong. When he was called into action, he was there. Oh, yeah. No, he definitely gets the rest of the season for me. Um, automatic choice for me because, well, for the, for the sole reason, he's going to be at Rangers next season and the other two goalkeepers are not. So, yeah, um, I was impressed with McCrory, really impressed with him. I thought he, the first save he made was um, the ball come across for Duke and Duke should have smashed it in the back of the net, but he still found the corner. But it's the way he saves it with his leg. It's good reactions and it just gives you it just gives him such a confidence boost when he, you make a big save like that, especially at 0 in front of Copeland. He's done, he's, it's a great save. And he's had a couple other a couple other good saves after that. The one where Duke's running through on goal in the first half. Mm-hmm. In my head at first I thought, why are you not come like charge at him, but do you know what he was actually when you think about it, he's he's making him make the choice of yeah you need to go for a chip here, like he's not he's not committing himself because Duke's Duke's pacey, so I think I think he made the right decision there and he put he put Duke under pressure, and um, yeah he had a great game his distribution of the ball as well mate I totally agree with you, if I am a Al McGregor fanboy but I think he's very slow getting the ball out very slow yeah. and he's too busy shouting at people sometimes and gets caught not in the game so. I was very impressed with Robin McCrory and he was my man of match um, for, for Sunday because I think without him, I think the score would have been a lot different. Yeah, um, yeah, I think his distribution was great. I just thought he looked comfortable. I thought it looked like he not had always been there, but that he'd played a lot more football than what he had this season. I just thought he just slotted in with no problem at all. And I also think, and this is as high praise as they come, the way that he saves the ball, even with his feet, it's fairly, very Alan McGregor-esque. Like, the shape of his body, the way he drops. I was like, I was like, I, I was very impressed with him. You're going to say something else, Ryan? No, I was just going to say, I think if, if, if Robbie McCrory's not ready now, when will he be ready? Exactly. It's, kinda, yeah. it's probably even more so in terms of him compared to Lowry. Like, Robbie McCrory's had so many loan spells and like he's at, and I don't know how many contract deals he's had, but he's at the stage now where if we are not going to play McCrory or give him a chance at number one jersey now, then let the boy go, let him go and have a football career instead of let him rot away. And he's, I don't think, another good thing for me, Carney, is I don't think he's nervous. I don't think it phases him. He's been at Rangers for mm. so long. He's played in an old firm game last season and had a clean sheet uh, that game as well. And I, I don't think he's nervous, so he doesn't concern me at all going forward, McCrory. Yeah, I agree. Um, Ali, I'll come to you. We, we obviously were less less impressed than Ryan was with Yilmaz. Um, we, we've had our we've had our say about Yilmaz, and if we thought if we could get his money back on, we would probably take it. After watching the game back, I was probably a wee bit harsh, to be honest. I think he did. He, he, he's a completely different type of player than what what we've been kind of what we've been witness to in terms of the Rangers team with Barisic. It's completely different. I do think if if Yelmaz is going to be a success um, at Rangers, I think in order to get the most out of him, I think you have to play three at the back and have him more as a complete wing back and he doesn't really need to worry about the what's behind him it's just really more what's in front of him has your opinion changed at all from what it was on Sunday? I know Ryan wasn't happy with me on Sunday he sent me a, a, a voice note telling me that he wasn't happy with me but I've got my opinion people are going to people are going to start pure starting rumours about you too by the way like you're 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 getting close to that line 
Well, it was almost a table for two if your power cut continued. <laughs> that's true, yeah. mate, that's true. It's, it's difficult. I, I don't want to be overly critical of Yilmaz, but I have to say what I've seen so far of him. What I've seen so far, I think he's been okay. He's not blown me away. I've not looked at him and thought, oh, he looks a right player. That's me being blatantly honest. I thought the first half, Carney, I thought he was too safe for me at times, going with the ball, passing to other players. But then again, I still think it's the players round about him. See if he was in a good Rangers team, he'd maybe step up. He's in amongst Dross that I called at the weekend, Carney. Well, you'll come on to one shining light, but... I thought the first half, I didn't think he, I thought he was okay the first half. I thought the second half he was much better. I agree. I thought he was much better. He was going down the wing more times, a couple of crosses in. I agree with Ryan. He's, he's, he's completely different to Barisic. He is more of a kind of, wants to dribble with a ball winger. Probably could work, can he, in a 3-5-2 going forward. I don't know what Beal does next season with the formation, but I'm not writing him off. I'm, so I'm definitely not writing him off. It's just what I've seen of him so far, I've not, I've not been blown away. But then again, he's only played a handful of games for Rangers. So, and I would continue with him. Um, I, I don't know what, how long Barisic is out for. I know me and Scotia said I prefer a Barisic still at the weekend. Probably because we're used to seeing Barisic all the time. And I think Barisic has been one of our best players this season. Um, but I stuck with Yilmaz to the end of the season. I, I still think he gets a left-back slot to the end of the season. Yilmaz to see, to see what he's got. But yes, time will tell on him. But I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm 100% as... What Ryan is with Yilmaz. I know Ryan likes going to Turkey and Everton and he likes Turkish players, but um, yes, I'll, I'll wait till next season until he's got decent players round about him, basically. But um, yeah, I, I'm not on the fence with him, but he just hasn't blown me away, can he? That's me being honest about it. Yeah, um, Ryan, obviously, I know you're a fan of him, mate, and that kind of goes without saying. And it's not that I'm not a fan of him, I just think obviously we need to understand that he's been. He's been injured. Um, I'm not going to lie. The length of the injury concerns me. It does concern me because we are famous for keeping somebody that's very highly injury prone. Um, however, I think it, it's, it's probably inevitable that he will get a pre-season under his belt. Uh, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, hand on heart now, I know we've been saying everybody needs to go for and get rid of them all, start again, but that realistically that's not going to happen. There will be massive changes, I still think so, yes, but with Yilmaz, I think, yeah, I probably earn the right to reserve my judgment on him until, until I see him with a revamped squad under Bill and then possibly possibly pass judgment on him. Do you think the do you think a three five two for him though would probably bring the best out of him? For him playing on the left, obviously. Yeah, it could, yeah. I'm just worried about who the three is. I'm worried about <laughs> yeah, who, yeah. who the, three, also true. Who yes. the three defenders are, but listen, we're the most fickle support ever and we are me more than any other fan, it's off we are head. I want heads every single week, as you know. I want them all gone, every single one of them gone, all of them. And it's just the way we are. And Yilmaz is he's been it's frustrating because he's our big our big sign in terms of financial outlay. Um we have spent a lot of money on him and we have seen I'm gonna say no return um as yet. Um the only thing that concerns me about Yilmaz is the injury because like I said, Dad spoke to a physio who'd who'd actually worked in football and he said to me there's no way he should be out that long with that injury. Every chance it could be homesick or whatever. Now, 
whether what Rangers do with him in the summer, I'm pretty sure they'll keep him. But if he's spending time on himself in the summer, if he goes home to Turkey, I think Rangers need to kind of put an arm around this boy, make sure he's okay, make sure his mental state's okay, because he is only 21 and he's in a new country for the first time yeah. playing football, and it is new surroundings for him. And I think I do think I, I said to Ali in the voice note, I said I think you're being harsh because he has only played a handful of games and he's had a bad injury. So. I don't know, I just think Rangers need something fresh and so, something like that, which gives you a totally different dynamic on that side. Also, in his, in his defence, he doesn't have the partnership that Barisic had with Kent. He doesn't have that on the left-hand side. He literally had that left-hand side to himself. And by the way, just to defend Barisic, Kent deserted him this season. Barisic yeah. was doing it himself uh, at times, but we're not talking about him. Um, Yilmaz, for me impressed me at the weekend that I like him he was also up at the crowd and he was giving it like a clap and giving it the thumbs up and you could see he was enjoying himself and I thought that's a great sign because for me I was worried about him being homesick I'm not enjoying it here or such and such and for me he looks as if and I think he's tweeted in social media during the week and said how much he loves playing in front of the fans I say stick with him boys I think there is a player in there and, I'm, and I, might, I might end up egging my face but my target for next season is to have a Turkish flag in the Viceroy, me at one end, Mr. Pearson at the other. He would do it as well, that's saying He would do it, mate. He would do it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's, time is going to tell what, what you managed to say. I'm, I, I'm more than up for giving him a chance because of the amount of money that we've invested in him. Um, I just, it would, it's the injury bit just concerns me. It really does. It, it does concern me. And I hope, I hope we don't get into summer and all of a sudden there's rumours coming out that he's out again because um, that would be, be a real shame for him. Uh, but he is young. He is still young, but yeah, I suppose we'll, time will tell. So we've went through the, that's pretty much what we need to speak about in the, the defence, really, to be honest. Everybody else we've kind of spoke about. Um, in terms of our forward players, Cantwell is Cantwell. I don't know how many times we need to sit here and talk about how good this guy is and he must be looking about this team going, what are you? Have you ever? What is this? What's happening? Because he, he must be desperate for the summer. He really was. But the goal itself is a cracker. We, I don't think we really need to say much about it. It's a very, very clever finish. It really is. And again, another, a, another performance where you can go, yeah, he's probably the only one that really... Really had anything to hang to hold his head high about when he came off the pitch. Um, Ali, oh, Ryan, I'll come back to you actually. Rabbi Matondo, mate, your thoughts on him? Look, I thought he was okay in spells. I did, I thought he was okay, but I mean, okay, like that's what I mean. I, I can't really give him much more praise than okay. A few decent runs could maybe have done better. Um, could maybe I had himself a few assists if Sakala wasn't having a Sakala day. Um, but to me, he didn't really. He didn't really set the header alight, mate, for his, his first start in months. He's rapid, that's it. He he's fast. rapid, he's very, very fast. Um, when the ball goes over the top, he's very fast, but he doesn't look as if he's got much end product. Um, confidence, ability, sometimes looks as if he doesn't have it. Can't really work out if that's his position or not. I, 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 I wasn't impressed when I'll say it, mate. I wasn't impressed. I'm not going to say he was okay. I don't think he was good at all. But, I mean, we've obviously spent three million on this guy. So, again, I'll say I'll stick with the party line, which is this this podcast tonight. I would stick with for the end of the season, just <laughs> on the basis of I wouldn't play Kent for the end of the season. I'd just give him a go. I wouldn't make your mistakes, get your confidence up, do whatever you need to do. Try and, try and make this work for yourself. And if we get money for you in the summer or you become a player, 
either or, I think that's what we should be trying to get with Rabbi Matondo from now to the end of the season. If I was a bet man, I don't see him working. I don't think he's got what it takes to be to be a Rangers player. I, I've just not seen the ability, Carney. I've not seen I've not seen anything from him where I went, there it's there is something in this boy. I've not seen him cutting in and whizzing one or or, 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 or like beating a couple of men. It just there just seems to be nothing apart from pace. And um I just think he's a he can flat doesn't even flatter to deceive, he just deceives. <laughs> Just deceives, <laughs> yeah. Um, and look, and I'm trying my hardest not to let my 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 past kind of judgment on him take over my thoughts just now and what I'm witnessing. But Ali, I, there was just nothing really for me to think. Mm, you're changing my mind. No, I said you can't. These these boys are are coming in. I've got, I've got a chance to 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 prove something, to show something. They're potentially on next season to fighting for a jersey for next season, and I. Matondo's got a chance for now the end of the season and same as Utah, I was disappointed in Matondo at the weekend. I thought he, he's shown up all right in sub-appearances in the last three games when he's come on and I thought, no, he looks all right. <laughs> um, but uh, at the weekend, no, I, th- I thought he was poor. didn't think he was great. I agree with I. He just, I don't know what it is with him. I, I just can't see him making it at Rangers. I don't think he's got it at all. I hope he proves me wrong, but I was disappointed him. Him went along with quite a few other players too, can't he? Not just him, but yeah. But I'm the same with Ryan. I, I I'd persist from the end of the season because I, I don't want Ryan Kent there because he's he's made his feelings clear that he's away in the summer. So and he's the only real guy we've got. You might come on to another guy that I thought showed something when he came on, but I I'd I'd stick with my tondo end of the season. You've got what four games left. I'd I'd, I'd play him every game at the end of the season. Yeah, again, I probably would as well. Um, I, I would go along with that, even though I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm dubious about what else he's going to show us. Um, but again, I think he, he probably deserves a run. Uh, and I'm the same. I don't think Ryan Kent should be anywhere near the team now going forward because it's, it's clear as day that he's leaving. So there's no point in sticking with that when all these games mean ultimately nothing. Um, you should treat this. Bill should be treating this as a end of season, pre season kind of thing, and giving these players a chance. Um, so I, I don't. I, I, I would stick with him as well. Um, because again, what else are you? What else is you? What what you're going to achieve by playing Ryan Kent? What you're going to achieve by playing players that you know that are going to be leaving? You should really be playing players that have either a fifty-fifty chance or there's still potential for them to 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 remain at the team. So yeah, but again, I, I wasn't impressed with him. I wasn't impressed with Sakala either. But again, nobody will be shocked to hear that. I don't think anybody was. I thought he was awful. Honestly, I thought he was. Awfully bad, uh, truly terrible. The only time he done anything of positive, he was offside because he doesn't understand the offside rule. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm not even going to get into Sakala tonight. I don't think we'll, we'll give him a week off. Um, Hadji was the only other one. Um, he, he's kind of quashed rumours of him leaving. Not really quashed, but he's like it's not really my business. He doesn't want to get involved or get involved in that discussion. Uh, but I think he needs a summer more than most. I think it's clear that he needs a he needs a proper preseason. He needs to get the running in. He needs to he needs to do all the hard bits of the preseason um, before he gets his before he gets his proper fitness back. Um, Ali, I'll come back to you, mate, because you did say that you wanted to mention um, Scott Wright. I, I thought he was a positive. Um, I, I really did, and I don't want to get carried away myself. I don't want to act like he's the second coming or anything like that. But some would say my my very tainted view of Fashion Sakala right now. Um, I thought Scott Wright did more in two minutes than Sakala did that entire match. Scott Wright, he's he he has a bit of a whipping boy. Ibrooks, I think folk have made their mind up. Scott Wright a, a while ago. 
I still, Scotia likes Scott Wright, and I think Scotia's not on to say his piece, but I think when Scotia says that, like an impact player for 20 minutes bringing on it, I think he is. Um, I thought he was very good when he came out against Aberdeen. He's direct car and he gets a ball and wants to drive with it all the time. And he was unlucky a couple of times. He just looked busy. He looked like a guy that, that wanted to take his chance. And, and I thought he did take his chance. And he's, for me, he's put himself in the potentially starting against Celtic on, on Saturday because of, in that 20 minute showing, Carney, I thought he showed more than a lot of players did in 90 minutes in the park. I thought he was very good for a guy that's reportedly been told he can find another club in the summer. Didn't look like that. Didn't look like a guy that chucked it. I, I thought he was um, he was very good, Scott Wright. And uh, he was a shining light in that last 20 minutes, Scott Wright. And he, he got a few folk off the seats because Ibrox on in, uh, Sunday that Carney was a lot of people didn't want to be there. And I thought Scott <laughs> Wright, he just he, he raised the atmosphere slightly, if you want to say. <laughs> yeah. My dad turned to me many a times going, do I actually go to the pub? And I'm like, Dad, <laughs> no. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to the Mimi Rangers for a beer before I go back to the bus. I'm like, right, okay, Dad. Yeah. But you no, know, he stayed. He stayed. My dad never leaves early. He just he kind of flirts with the ideas from time to time, but he never leaves early. Um, Ryan, your thoughts on Scott Wright? Look, I, you know he was coming on and it was against an Aberdeen team that were clearly t- not tired, but it was towards the end of the match. But again, he's another one, mate, that he probably falls into the category of why not just give him a chance. I don't think he's ever going to be like a, a legend at Ibrox or he's going to be the first name in the team sheet, but at least give him a run. Let's try something different. And I, I, I do think he was positive when he came on. I think nine, nine times out of ten, Scott Wright is. He seems to be, as you say, an impact player. He, he, he often comes off the bench and you're like, I forgot how quick he is. Like He looks lively, but he he does all the things, all the basics that you want to see from a Rangers player. He, he looks energetic. He looks up for it. He looks like he's taking a bit of pride in himself. Um, he sometimes looks as if he's eager to impress, whether it's the management team or the fans or whatever. But you can tell, you can tell he takes pride in playing for Rangers, which is great to see. But then on the other side of the coin, we've seen this before with Scott Wright, and then we give him a runner, like two or three games, and we start him in and he doesn't quite hit yeah. the heights you want him to, or you don't see that ability. So, unfortunately, I think that's where we are with Scott Wright, and I probably do believe the reports that he is leaving. In terms of Sunday, uh, Saturday, sorry, I would have I would have thought, if you'd asked me this before, I would have said, nah, if he's leaving, he doesn't play on Saturday. But do you know what? I want to see a bit of pride in my club, and I know we'll talk about the game on Saturday, but I want to see a bit of pride in my club, and if that's the way he's playing, and if he can do it, then why not? Why not give him a go? Why look at look at your options? Is is probably what the what the argument is. Yeah. Look at your options and what you could play, because I am rapidly coming round to your way of thinking about the man from Zambia. Because uh, I another 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 uh, wonderful performance from him on on Sunday. There was actually a point in the start of the second half where he went to cut inside and I put my hand out, literally just put my hand out as if to say, are you ready to witness this? And he scuffs the ball with his left foot and I'm like, I, honestly, <laughs> I just can't, I can't sit here and pretend it's okay anymore. <laughs> it's just shockingly bad. Now they're around about me, like, they all find it hilarious, you know what I mean? Because how much I, uh, how much I just, I can't, I can't pop it anymore, I really can't. But uh, yeah, Scott Wright, time will tell with him. Um, he might have been trying to put yourself in the shop window as well, I suppose, try and get yourself an offer, but... Uh, I'm at the point where I'm just going, well, why not? Why not just play and we'll see what happens? Uh, we'll finish on Alfredo Morelos. 
Uh, so Beal's comments after the game, particularly as well around Alfredo. Um, he came on the second half. I mean, I didn't think it was the worst I've ever seen him play. I'm not going to lie. I think I've seen him play a lot worse than that. But the, the reaction to him seems to have been pretty, pretty bad. Uh, he didn't exactly come on and grab the, the, the game by the scruff of the neck and decide that he was going to turn into Alfredo of old. But I didn't think he was offensively bad. Um Again, I'm not defending him, though, however. I don't want people to think I'm defending him. Uh, Bill's comments was, Morelos is moving on. You saw a difference when he came on and not a positive difference. I sometimes think we are the most wasteful team I've ever seen. We miss unbelievable chances. Adios, Alfredo. Um, Ali, your thoughts on this? And look, even his comment, like, we're the most wasteful team ever. Sakala plays up front, you man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows we're the most wasteful team up front. Doesn't he yeah. come and tell us that one, Bill? Yeah. He talks too much for me, Bill. I think we've said it for a while now about Bill. There's certain things I don't think he should say. Yeah, for me, Morelos has, has let us down big style the last 18 months. Doesn't look interested. But I still wouldn't throw him under the bus, Carney, at the end of his career with Rangers. Um, he could do that in house for me. Doesn't he come out and say that? And for, for, for going forward, I mean, you're slating Sakala, and rightfully so, because he's been, he's not been great. He can't score at the moment, and the only guy we've got that's fit is, is Morelos, who's going, and he's pretty much that's him. For me, I don't even think he'd be in a bench now, can he? Going forward from what you said, yeah, it looks why, like that. I know why. Why would he after after saying that comment? But I didn't agree from it from Bill to say that. Keep that in house for me. Don't don't bring that out into the press into the into the world. So I thought it was poor for Bill, and I think I think in the summer, Carney, somebody needs to pull him aside and say to him about um, Gamet. Do you know who'd be perfect for him? And sadly, he's no longer here. Walter Smith would be perfect yeah. to come in and just have a wee word in his ear, like even, he did with even, Gerard. Even somebody like McLeish to go look. Yeah. You just need to. Temper yeah, it down a little bit, do you know what I mean? Always, always remember Walter was when Gerard was there. Walter was you seen him in videos and he was round. Nice he would, yeah, he would have a word with him. I think Bill needs somebody like that in his ear in the summer just to say, Look, yeah, we like him, him talk. It's more than what Van Bronckhurst gave us because Van Bronckhurst was media trained, but yeah, he needs he needs to rein it in Carney for me now. And I thought that was a poor comment from him at the weekend. Yeah, I, I was shocked by it, Ryan. I think I didn't really expect it to be as as kind of as cutthroat as that. To be honest, it was pretty much you've let me down and goodbye, Alfredo. It, it was kind of if you want to read between the lines, it was pretty much what it was. Is it fair to say that he's frustrated? And again, without creating trying to create clickbait myself, maybe there's been a fallout between them. Maybe maybe Bill's trying to have a conversation with him, possibly about Stain, possibly about his attitude and Morelos has probably, probably just went, I, I really couldn't care less what you think because he, he intends to leave, but it did it's probably massive frustration because I'd imagine Bill feels let down by a lot of the players that he, he did come out and try and defend at the start, he tried to big up these players as much as he possibly could there were still Rangers players etc and ultimately they didn't respond no, that this for me, that, I, I was kind of surprised at first when I heard that. Then, then I thought about it. I thought I'm disappointed in Bill, and then I thought, you know, there must be something more to this because yeah, be. Morelos didn't. You know me, I like out. I've been by with Morelos all season. I, I'm fed up with the circus he brings. Like every manager we've had has had a ding dong with Morelos. They've criticised him in public. He's let them down. He's he's timekeeping, coming back from Columbia late, behaviour on the pitch, behaviour off, blah, blah, blah. 
But they also didn't have that bad an appearance on Saturday. I've seen them a lot worse, and I've seen them worse under Beal, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I think Beal has done this deliberately. I don't know where it's I don't know whether he's hoped that it would teach Morelos a lesson or, or it's, if it's a last dig at him or, or, or it's other for the fallout, but it was kind of premeditated and I think I think he I think he was going to say it no matter what. I think he's prepared being prepared himself to say this in the press conference, but Unfortunately, as part of the the Morello circus that we get, and I can imagine what we've all seen it on the pitch. I can imagine what Morello's attitude is like round about that training ground. We've seen Gerard pulling his hair out at times and biting his lip in press conferences, not wanting to tell you exactly what Morello's was like. And um, I'd imagine Morello's is mulling down tools. And yes, I would be surprised if you see him again this season, even on the bench, because he doesn't strike me as the most professional player. So. If, but well, no, he's decided he's to go elsewhere. It sounds like Beals had some sort of, not altercation, but some sort of disagreement with him. He's thought, you know what, I'll put you on for the last 10 here or 15 and see how you get on. If you don't do anything, I'm ripping you in this press conference. But on the other side of the coin, I agree with Ali. I think Beal, Beal says too much at times. I think he's trying to do it for us. I think he's got the right intentions. I think he mm-hmm. wants to be on the fan side and he wants to see that he's he's got, got our backs or he's not taking any nonsense. Keep it in house. Be clever with it. Smith, as you said, McLeish. Soon as umpteen managers speak to somebody who's been in that position before, take a bit of advice and they'll tell you how to deal with the media. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. I think that there has to there has to be more to it than just he's annoyed him for that last ten minutes of that particular game. I do believe there's more in that um, that than that. And I do think you're right. I think Beal's almost trying to please us due to the way the season has has happened. I I generally believe Beal would have thought. If I come into this, I get a, these players back into playing my kind of football, then we've got a chance of winning the cup. And he's probably gutted that we didn't win the cup. Do you know what I mean? And uh, he's he's clearly disappointed that this, the season's ended the way it has. But to do it the way he's done it, um, yeah, I, I think it's it's the end of the road. I don't see how you could possibly expect Morelos as well to have any sort of shits about him about giving it um when, when if he gets handed a jersey um especially against especially against um Celtic on Saturday. Uh, and if Casey's are wondering where Scotia is, um obviously he's got his hair cut like an old school Marco Negri. Scotia's actually training to start up front for Rangers on Saturday. So keep your eyes peeled for that. He's an emergency loan and he's going to score a hat trick. You heard it here first. Um for tonight gentlemen that will do us. Ali thanks for your time mate. I'd love to see Scotia up front for him. Me That's too, mate. Me too. Oh, Hag- hanging oh. out his mouth and everything. <laughs> Arms going. <laughs> Wally Beer outside of the park for him. Yes, exactly. He's getting thirsty, aye. Exactly. Uh, Scotia would probably put a better shift in than most of these players we've got yeah. up front, to be honest. So, um, yeah, but no, I'll be back on Friday. I think it's myself hosting Friday. So, you are? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll be in hosting duty. So, yeah, it'll be closer to, to Saturday, obviously, to the, the old fun. So, yeah. I will uh, be back. I think Scotia's back as well, isn't he? Is he back Friday? He'll be back on Friday. Yeah, yeah, so no, look forward to it. Yeah, if he if he's if he's trained well, mate, and he's not carrying a knock, he will be back on, on Friday. Um Ryan, thanks very much, mate. Cheers, boys. I Scotia up front for Rangers, that would be a sight. I mean <laughs> <coughs> it would be a good it would be a good laugh as long as the pressure didn't get to him. We know he doesn't like pressure, boys. He's not <laughs> the best at performing. Under pressure, he's nervous. Yeah, uh, he, he likes to get, get he tends to get nervous. Yeah, he tends to get he gets nervous. nervous, and I'm sure I'm sure uh, the viewers of this podcast will know exactly what we're talking about. Mm. No, I enjoyed that, boys. It's sometimes like therapy. I know, I know you've had a stressful day, Carly. Sometimes mm. like therapy when you can talk about it and 
get things out in the opening and just kind of clear the decks a wee bit. But I am looking forward to Friday and the weekend as well, mate. Yeah, we it's the only thing we can do is look forward, that is for sure. So thank you for tuning in. As always, please do like the videos, please do subscribe to the channel. That would be magic. We will be back on Friday, where yours truly, Alistair Pearson, will be hosting. Uh, so until then, enjoy the rest of your week. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. Podcast Network.